0: Hello, this is Ronnie from Everything Vive. I'm here on the last day of E3 2018, and I have the pleasure of speaking with uh, two gentlemen from Charm Games. I have uh, Alan and Derek both here with me. Uh, I've interviewed with both of you guys before, so I'm sure yeah. our listeners have you know, heard the, our past conversation, mostly about Forum and a little bit about Twilight Path. But, um, yeah, welcome, and uh, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us, Ronnie. Yeah, thanks for
0: having us. Could so yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I I don't know how much you know you're able to talk about your upcoming project again, um, but I, I did notice that recently you had mentioned that you were you were, you had a projected release date. I don't know if you mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit about how Twilight Path's coming and 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 what you guys are up to.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, production's going really well. We're we're super excited about it. For those who haven't heard about it, Twilight Path is. Uh, uh, Miyazaki-inspired fantasy adventure uh, uh, puzzle game, similar in gameplay to form, but very visually different, and uh, we think it'll be really exciting for, for a lot of uh, VR enthusiasts and, and people who are new to VR as well. Um, and yeah, we've set a launch date, although we aren't ready to publicly announce what the launch date is, Sure. Uh, but we're still on target for our previously stated summer 2018 window. Yep. Um, so we're going to be super excited about that and, and folks can um, you know keep up to date with what our plans are for that on our, our Twitter uh, yeah. Twitter account obviously and we will expect to make the announcement about the actual date very soon
0: okay awesome yeah no I've like I said I, I added you guys after you know doing the interview last time and uh, really like appreciate all the stuff that you, you upload for people to to see the, the concept art like the 3D art all that stuff it's looking really really interesting and cool like I don't know much I don't know anything else you know other than what they're they're saying over over this and like I know I'm intrigued by what you guys have been posting so and I'm looking forward to seeing what what the game's all about so cool yeah yeah,
2: we're, we're looking forward to seeing it come together yeah we have some slices of the game but we understood we're we're Lots of uh, sawdust in the air.
0: Yeah, sometimes until until all the pieces kind of yeah. just like find their ways together near the end. It's yeah. sometimes hard to,
2: especially with the kinds of games that we make. Yeah, uh, there's there's a little bit more focus on narrative. Um, there's uh, some companions that you're going through this uh, spirit realm with. Okay. Um, so it's really cool when it all comes together. It just takes a little bit longer. It's a little bit different than form where the environments were the characters. Yeah. Um, so it's it's cool. It's a fresh take on it.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, no, that's it's, it's always exciting to see, you know, new stuff. And obviously if, like, i really enjoyed form so i'm sure you know the direction you guys are t- taking with twilight path is going to be uh, really interesting for people to, to to finally get a chance to try um it, you know before we get into kind of the 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 details of you know what I, what we've seen in the show and kind of what we're thinking about e3 uh, what kind of vr types of games have you guys been playing like have you have you been playing anything or is it just you know have you guys been just locked down and in in development mode on Twilight Path Uh, it's a mix of both
2: he's been (laughs) Alan's been playing way more of them than I do I'm pretty heads down I I rarely poke up to see what's going on When I do it's (laughs) what everyone else is playing
1: yeah I I tried uh, you know most of the big stuff that's come out the last little while I was excited to try Skyrim VR Uh, when it came out I have you know Many many conflicting thoughts and feelings. About I was Skyrim gonna VR. say like I, I mean I don't <laughs> uh,
0: like yeah we haven't talked a whole lot about either either Skyrim or Fallout yeah. uh, or Doom for that matter on the on our podcast because it was one of those things like I was super super excited about them because you knew like on one hand you knew that they were games that had been previously released and designed for for you know traditional you know platforms on yeah. the other hand they were spending a lot of time and and you know mm-hmm. Bethesda. Tends to get things right, so uh, I had a lot of uh, you know expectations, I guess, rightly or wrongly. And I, th- to be completely fair, I haven't you know gone down that path of trying to mod the games and seeing what mm. uh, the community has been able to to get out of the performance and, and UIs and all of that. Um, yeah. But my yeah, my initial impression was it probably wasn't for me, um, and I didn't really spend much time after I tried it, and I was like. Oh. yeah okay and then um yeah well,
1: well I mean you know it was clear that they were hoping that that was going to be something that would expand the audience for VR rather than probably hit the most hardcore of VR users now and from that perspective I I think that's good and uh, you know I, I hope that that hypothesis pays off yeah for all of those titles um like we've always felt, we think the best and highest use of VR is going to be for things that are made for VR. So if that's a path on the road to getting to yeah. more made-for-VR content, then cool.
0: So uh, I know you guys haven't had you know the, the a chance to check out everything that's been uh, being demoed on the show floor, mm-hmm. but I will say that I'm happy to say... Um, I got to check out what Bethesda was showing here mm. this year, uh, Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, and mm. then they're also showing uh, a Prey experience. I think it's it's called Typhon Hunter, and so the Wolfenstein, uh, both of them, clearly made from the ground up for VR. Yeah. So um, you know, using their established IP, but then uh, clearly, you know, with the idea in mind that okay, let's create something that is better for the platform. And I'd have to say, like, I had, I had quite a bit of fun. So, awesome. um, yeah, maybe the, the Prey stuff wasn't exactly for me so much. It was like a, an escape room type uh, uh, game. It was, it was well done for what it was, but, I mean, especially on the show floor, like, I had very limited time, so yeah. it was kind of like I would look at something start to get some wheels turning and then i was like oh (laughs) go do this and i was like okay so so i'll have to check that out more like in the future to kind of see how i feel about like in general like the the mechanics and and moving around the environment i mean you were you were still teleporting and all of that but it just felt like like the interactions and and the design um was was very much with vr in mind from the beginning yeah um but wolfenstein I, i definitely had a lot of fun playing so um wolfenstein uh you were basically you were you know, you were... You were placed in kind of like a... Inside of a mech. So it was a... a you know, you were in a cockpit-type environment. And you were moving the mech. Um, uh, on one hand, you were using the right wand on the Vive to uh, to move the cockpit around. Which wasn't... That, that was kind of the weakest part for me, just because the control... Like, when you don't have a pivot point for, like, a, a joystick yeah. or something like that, it's yeah, a little yeah. bit uh, weird. Yeah. But then... I mean, it was necessary because you were using, you know, your your head movement within the cockpit. Right? For sure. And then, uh, and then you were using uh, the the thumb pad to to walk it forward and back. And they were using some pretty aggressive, like you know, uh, limitations on your periphery vision to make it very comfortable That's and good. all of that. But, but I mean, I, you know, I I was using the Vive Pro with uh, the wireless adapter, and. Uh, in my so far, like a lot of times, I'm using wireless adapters. I can kind of tell a little bit d- a difference personally. Um, in this though, I didn't have any of that kind of experience. Like okay. I, I it, it felt great. I didn't you know feel any kind of like queasiness or anything. Even though I was you know moving with the pad and all of that, and you could tell like all of the like the care, like the, the movement, the fact that you're in a Mac like kind of slowed the pace, and you were like lumbering around. So like you could tell that they were making some of those design choices in mind to make it uh, you know a comfortable experience and then it was just a lot of fun like uh (laughs) like you had a a flamethrower and and you were able to with that cockpit uh rotation you were able to not only like turn the cockpit but you were able to like spray spread the the fire yeah up and down and uh it was really like satisfying like it almost it almost, like, the level design kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, uh, Robo Recall or something mm-hmm. in that, like, you were, like, in, in in corridors of building, but, like, in this instance, I'm pretty sure it was, like, you know, uh, like, World War Two Germany or something like that, but, like, but literally, like, so you're pacing down, you know, uh, like, these city streets, and... You know, Nazis were coming out of everywhere and you're just like just spraying fire and like and dealing with it. And it was just it was fun and um, cool. the like the environment was really uh, reactive to what you were doing. So literally as your mech was like, you know, you were knocking down trees and like, you know, you could you could just you could slam cars and like every everything felt like like a good VR game should. Um, yeah. When you saw something that you wanted to do, you went and interacted with it, and it reacted the way you were expecting. So so that, for at least in the short time that I played the game, um, it was just like a 10-minute demo or something like that. But um, yeah, it was like, for me especially, like I said, yeah. um, in contrast to the other stuff that I've seen them do up to this point, it was like a really, okay, like this is... This is awesome! Like, this is the next step. Yeah,
1: well, they've got really good people working there, so I imagine when they set their minds to make something that's just for VR, it's going to turn out pretty well. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. Yeah,
0: no, so I was excited about that, but um, yeah, I guess I guess getting into that, like, are are any other games specifically that, like, maybe maybe games that have caught your eye that um, that people (laughs) should. Like, you know, be on the lookout for Oh,
1: man. I mean, the ones that are on my list are the same ones that are on everybody's list in terms of great stuff in VR right now. I've I've played far less PlayStation VR stuff than I want to. Yeah. So uh, that's probably my next project is to get a bunch of those and and dig in because I've only really tried maybe four or five in the last little while. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like Derek says, in in the middle of production, even though I do try to play a lot of stuff just to see what people are doing, um, I, it's less with the eye of just getting in and being able to enjoy it as long as possible, and it's it's with more the analytical yeah, and, you know, critical lens. So, you know, I'm looking to the, uh, you know, down the road after we've launched uh, Twilight Path, then I'll get to take a couple of weeks <laughs> and just catch up on the catalog and, and enjoy a whole bunch of stuff. I did, though... Um, Finally finished Superhot VR. Awesome. Which I played the first, I don't know, 30 minutes of that, like, four or five times, and I've never managed to actually get to the end of it. I finally finished that a couple of weeks ago, and it was uh, obviously worth the... Yeah. worth the time put into it such ah, a, such I'm the a same
0: way because I, I mean in Superhot VR especially like it's one of those games that even though you start like if you've played it multiple times over and over again you start to kind of remember like the scenarios but at the same mm-hmm. time it's as fun playing those scenarios over and over yeah. again like so yeah it's it's a game where like even if you don't get it through all the way like you enjoy it every time you pull it up so oh, yeah
1: yeah totally and it's it's one selectively it's one that I obviously use to show people yeah uh, when I'm not showing them form
0: yeah no that's good stuff so um, yeah I, I didn't know if uh, along those same lines if you've noticed any trend like, obviously, like I wouldn't say that the 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 the, the second wave of, of big VR title like I almost feel like the next big wave of VR titles are on the horizon um, but uh, have you guys seen any kind of trend trends as far as like you know what titles that have been coming out recently are doing better or maybe worse I, I don't know like it can you think of
1: the well? The one thing that I have seen, uh, not just for us, but I, I know in a lot of places, is that because there are still headsets coming out there, like the the games that were early successes continue to be, you know, strong performers. Yeah. Uh, in the market anyway, and so that's that's good for the early developers who um, you know took a shot and jumped in. Yeah. Uh, and I you know I definitely see that. I still like. Uh, on Steam, for sure. Steam does such a good job of lifting good content to the surface that if it's out there and it's worth playing, you're going to see it if you're on Steam. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, that's really encouraging um, for developers regardless of, you know, marketing budgets or okay. or promotion or stuff like that. So, So
0: that's... That's really cool. Yeah, what's what's your experience been with that? Because, I, like I said, from from the press side of things, like I'm not, you know, I don't know exactly like how effective that stuff. Where like I, I obviously mm. use the the lists that Steam generates to, to help me find good experiences. Um, I've I've heard kind of mixed things as far as like you know what platforms. Uh, you know, do a better job of that than others. Like I've heard some people say that it's easier for your games to be more visible on uh, for on a PlayStation VR release, for example, or Steam. Like, uh, like I said, I, I don't have personal experience with that, so I didn't know. Like, if if you guys have had the opportunity to work on multiple platforms in that regard, or they've,
1: I mean, they've all got their own flavor, right? So, yeah. You know, that's just that, That's more a question of just how to be a good partner. Understood. With, with the people you're working with. Yeah.
0: Understood. No, that makes um, sense.
1: Yeah, you know, in terms of like larger trends you were talking about games coming up down the road Um, I can I can totally see that there are people who have now like trickles of reports of people who have tried the next version of the hardware that's coming out from a bunch of people and so there's there's gonna be like this second wave of uh, you know of um, like true VR enthusiasm that people felt in the same way when we were looking at the first consumer version of the Vive and the Oculus so you know like the untethered VR experience that's coming down the road that's I I know a lot of people talk about that as a game changer people who are not just right now working in VR but folks in the industry who want to get into VR that seems like another watershed for them where once that's a thing then they're going to jump into that again so that's that's amazing Yeah. yeah that's super encouraging and I don't you know that Oculus has said anything super concrete about what they're doing with Santa Cruz but you know that's a really exciting opportunity for sure down the road no Um, and
0: especially I mean even I mean even the uh, the capabilities of like the Oculus Go for example like I mean the biggest the biggest uh uh, feature, features missing from even an experience like that Is, is really the, the motion tracking Like the six degrees of freedom Like yeah. all of that yeah, but, like, but, as, but as far as like the, the processing power And like the, what you're able to actually make, Obviously there are limitations But like, I'm always surprised When I try those headsets on It's never, the, it's never the, the, the in-game graphics Or like the It doesn't seem like it's the hardware capabilities On, on that side that are usually what's like, you know, the lacking part for me. So really, like if yeah. if, if, if something yeah. like Santa Cruz comes yeah. out yeah. with enough yeah. pro- like know. it probably will have sufficient power, I would imagine. It's really adding that that motion control element to the standalones that I think is going to just like make a huge difference. Uh,
2: I, I think the it, it's going to be really exciting where we end up in about a year, year and a half with some new devices going to hit the market, and then we'll see. Uh, self-contained, wireless, and then I think uh, a trend that'll be pretty obvious after after all that starts hitting their stride is um, uh, shared space co-op. Yeah. So, like, local co-op within VR, yeah. within a You're even, small spot that you could go into a world with somebody else. I yeah. I think that would be pretty... That'd be a, a no-brainer.
0: You're seeing more and more of that, like, even on the, like you know people just experimenting with like you Mm -hmm. know vibes and everything like that now you're you're seeing that crop up more and more and 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 yeah the exciting part about that is it's it allows for uh different types of experience like you would think that you can't see the person next to you what difference does that make but like i can say like even even playing demos here like on the playstation vr for example where i'm not even necessarily playing um Playing like head to head with someone, yeah. Knowing that those people are in yeah. the room with me, and, they can and see I can what hear you see. them, yeah. Like exactly. in person, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like
2: and to me, that's kind of like the final. Mm, get go wireless and then bring somebody else in that world with you. That's not uh, remote multiplayer, but like, yeah. local zero latency style yeah. Uh, experiences. Yeah, that's that's really where it'll end up. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Perfectly. Yeah, you see the other person in VR, and you don't have to worry about hitting them or tripping over ports. Yeah, so no, kind of I see what you can do with that. I totally
0: agree, and like I, I mean, as far as like the wireless stuff is concerned, I mean, yeah, I, uh, I mentioned that like the prey and Wolfenstein stuff that I, I played was wire. Like, I mean, a lot of the stuff with these show floors are, are usually wireless because they're trying to show off, you yeah. know, the, the new tech that's going to be hopefully yeah. coming out soon. Um, but yeah, like it, it's always it's always something to, to. It, it always stands out to me just how differently I play when I'm wireless. Like, it, it's one of those things that just all of a sudden you uh, are able, like uh, the, the escape room game that I played, the Prey one, yeah. uh, you were doing all kinds of rotations. Yeah, and that's important.
2: It's super important that you don't lose your tracking, you don't lose your immersion. Yeah. You're not. Uh, you're less worried about your balance and bumping into things. Yeah. And it kind of just opens up that whole extra dimension.
0: Yeah, no, it's yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it, and, and like I said, like it, I haven't spent like you know extended playstations with with the official wireless solution, um, but it seems to be working much better than like some of the other you know stuff mm. that I've used prior. So uh, we'll have to see, but yeah, I'm excited about it. So, um, all right, are there any any things that that you guys heard about? Like I know you had mentioned you have played. A lot less playstation vr than you would have liked and i i'm the same way i mean obviously our podcast focuses on the vibe, but i, I yeah. think anyone in this industry right now can't ignore the fact that uh some of the things that they're doing on uh, on the playstation are just incredible as far as like oh, yeah uh, like exposure yeah, yeah. and 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 getting people excited like the uh, the the number of titles that that were being developed here and and even people from the pc side that are uh you know realizing that they really need to, to make a considered effort on, on that platform as well. Mm-hmm. Like you just see that a lot more I think now than
1: than even yeah. a year ago. Well yeah, and I think it matters to Vive and Vive owners and Oculus owners too because you're gonna see a lot of these titles that Sony has supported on P S V R that are yep. gonna come to uh Mo- PC Moss as Moss for well, right? example. Yeah, yeah, Moss is a great example and that's good for everybody because yep. you know the they Sony does a really great job at making sure that the games on their platform um, you know fit a good Content model for their audience, right? Yeah. And when that stuff gets on the PC as well, that's that's good for everybody in VR.
0: Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And yeah, I, I got to check out like quite a few of the PlayStation VR show, uh, games that they were that they were showing off at E3. And mm-hmm. I was impressed by a lot of like I, it's still one of those things where uh, you know someone that comes from the PC side, uh, you know, you do notice that the the motion tracking itself, like on the controllers, isn't uh, you know where you would like it to be yeah. once you're you. But like, but other than that, I mean, I, I'd say head tracking is great. And in general, like I mean, the the software itself is 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 in a really good state. Like I, I think people are doing some really innovative stuff to make it work as well as it does, given some of the limitations. And and so like I, I'm interested in seeing you know where the the next generation of console VR uh, would would head when with you know with hopefully the 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 knowledge that they've they've done some pretty successful things. Um, given you know. From the ground up, um, having tracking technology on consoles that works well—like I'd wonder how big that would be, you know. And, um, but yeah, like a lot of this stuff I saw in place, so like it's very smart that um, people are, are still using, you know, the controller, um, using like because, of, like I said, the the fact that the the sometimes the the motion sensing is kind of the the most limiting factor okay. for me, anyways. It's games that uh, use the controller coupled with. The fact that the controller can be uh, tracked, mm-hmm. um, that that works best for for me, because you have the precise control still, and and then in, in my experience, it feels just as responsive and just as intuitive um, as 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 any you know high end P- like you know PC VR yeah. experience. So like yeah. I, I played you know Astro Bot, like I played some and like Moss you know those games I think work really well Mm -hmm. and then and then vice versa as you were saying the fact that they were able to bring Moss to the PC uh, I was you know I was completely surprised by that I think like a lot of people were and and I was super excited to try it because it was something that I had been hearing a lot of things about, and yeah, yeah. is is a cool game, so... Yeah, well, for the folks who are
1: making stuff for PSVR, there's something to be said for working within constraints, right? And they've got a different tracking model that's got yeah. some things that you can't do yeah. uh, in other places, but if you can do that well within that box, then that's, that's going to translate into other VR forms. And yeah. so, so that's good, like, that's... They, uh, it felt so smooth, uh playing loss nearly all the time like yeah. you're saying and so once you get that for that platform it'll feel good other places too
0: totally agree so uh yeah art i know you guys didn't get a chance to really go on the floor as much as you would have liked like uh wh- were there any things that you heard about <laughs> that that you're like man i i would have liked to see or oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, that's a big quiet, uh, but like,
1: y- you know like at least 35 of the 50 games microsoft <laughs> talked about sound exciting yeah um, yeah, I, yeah. there's a whole ton of stuff. Uh, God. Uh, and I'm blanking on all of them. But yeah, yeah I yeah. want to play everything that Microsoft announced. I want to play everything that Sony announced. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, uh, it's one of those things, like, I, I think every year, like, I I know that the, the graphics are getting better, that games are getting more complicated, all that kind of stuff. But it's kind of like, you sit back, especially in, as they're making announcements and you're seeing the gameplay stuff for the first time, like Death Stranding and... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what the, the the new one from the uh, the Dark Souls? What yeah, one, guys, um, remember the name. oh, that one looked yeah. really good. Shot? No, I'm trying to think. It was yeah, it was in the Xbox show, yeah, right? yeah, dude. like yeah. the it, Undead
1: Samurai. Yeah, it, was, it It kind of it thing. kind
0: of yeah. harkened back to, for me anyway. So like Tenchu and like some of those. Yeah, like like when I saw it, I was like, oh my god! Like I almost thought that's what. And then yeah, it was from software. Yeah, yeah. there's so many cool like, it, yeah, it was one of those times where yeah, you 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 get a chance to see everything that everyone's working on and it's like I don't know how anyone finds the time to play so many (laughs) like like I remember the back in the day where you know you could play every major tentpole release and really like nowadays there's so much quality across the board that like honestly there's like an uh, you know unlimited amount of content for people to play if you're into this stuff so yeah yeah totally good time to be a gamer yeah no for sure and yeah I mean uh, along the same lines uh looking at you know trends in vr um I actually had uh, some uh, a chance to try out some stuff over here, mostly at the Devolver Digital, uh, you know, uh, Expo, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. across the across the street from, from E3. Um, got to try out this uh, this experience called Microdose VR, which I, I did an interview mm-hmm. on uh, previously. If you guys are interested, but. Um, it was really, really cool to see some of that stuff because a lot of it was like very experiential, mm-hmm. um, VR experiences that are yeah t- that I hadn't tried before. So um, I did the microdose VR, which uh, listeners will you know know about probably from the from the earlier interview. Uh, that was kind of a procedurally generated, um, almost like a visual a visualizer, mm-hmm. like visualization, like sure. mixed with the the team behind it, like they're. They they have I mean it's it, I think it's a four person team, um, but they have uh, this uh, a well known artist named Android Jones. I, I don't know if I wasn't familiar with him myself until I talked with them. But after seeing his work, it was very much like oh I've seen that stuff before. Like he's he's worked on a lot of really big things that I think just even pop culture wise like people will recognize. Um, very distinctive like kind of almost like Eastern inspired like like you know very like kind of trippy like. Mm cool visuals and so they're doing a lot of things with procedurally creating this stuff with the idea that they're making they want to make tools that allow uh people to basically use vr as a way of making uh new interactions with music and and so i mean but it was really well done and really like it you know you saw a lot of potential there and then um also got to try some stuff where uh i was like like, you know, like more like medit- meditative type of yeah. experiences where, like, I was laying down and had, like, using the microphone to, to kind of hear how I was breathing back and forth. Yeah. But, um, the, the game was actually, or the experience, it's not a game. Um, was reacting to my breathing patterns and kind of intense, it felt like, pulse, like, going back and forth cool. and kind of taking me through, like, a 15-minute or so journey yeah. where, like, the visuals were warping according to where I where my state was. And, yeah. then, and then they had it set up where the, the actual bed that I was laying on had, like, motors in it that also responded. Mm. And it was kind of, I mean, literally after that 15 minutes, like, I took the headset off. And I went back to you know what I was doing before, and like I did feel like I, like I was completely taken away for like you know like just completely you know I'm, I'm sure that was exactly what they're going for yeah. Yeah, and totally. it, it's cool to see that kind of stuff because I think it's a good reminder that uh, that VR, while you know while I love games and while games are a big part of VR, I think VR is also bigger than games, mm-hmm. and yeah. it, it kind of crosses a lot of different types of of human experiences and in different mediums, so uh, it's it's fun. Like it's cool when you when you come to E3, you, VR is kind of like a, a niche within the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. But you think about about the medium and the potential it has to be kind of you know a niche in all kinds of industries and all kinds of. That's 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 something that I, I kind of personally took away yeah. from seeing some of those. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah. It was uh, very fun talking to you guys. Likewise. Uh, thank you so much. It's it's always a pleasure. So. Yeah. Thanks uh, a lot, Ronnie. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So, safe travels home, and uh, yeah, we look forward to learning more about Twilight Path. So, hey, if you guys want to remind uh, the listeners out there, the best way, is Twitch. The Twitch is uh, is uh, wow. Twitter yeah. <laughs> is Twitter the best way that that people should should reach out to you guys uh, and follow what you're working on. Or yeah, you can find us uh, at Charm
1: Games on twitter uh and when we have news that's where it goes and uh you can check out some some cool concept art and uh see some see some early versions of the things we're working on that'll ship in twilight path uh, later this year
0: okay awesome and yeah look forward to, to playing it when, it when you guys are ready to release it so awesome all right take care